back to Sunday Picnic Podcast. This is Dolly. And this is Christine. And on today's episode, we wanted to talk about tech. Yeah, in our previous episode, we largely agreed on what it means um, or just kind of the struggles of medicine. There was really no point of disagreement but um prior no discourse yeah no discourse but prior to even this podcast we had kind of extensively talked about sort of the role of tech in society yeah and i think on this one dolly and i slightly disagree more so i think that that takes for more interesting conversations so we wanted to share this with you guys um also this is probably something other people have a net or a split, <laughs> have a split view on potentially. Mm, yeah, what sort of sparked, I mean, we had talked about this even before a social dilemma, but I think that really came to the forefront of even um, how much influence social media has on our lives. Yeah, I think this is definitely a topic that everyone who follows news in general have have noticed. Um, I'm not sure what your guys' experience with news is, but if you heard or haven't heard, Facebook is being sued by the government, mm. I think. Don't fact check me. Nothing mm. here is like fact, by the way. Like, take everything with a grain of salt forever and always and never quote us. Never. But anyway, so yeah, uh, Facebook is being sued just for, I guess, like, I'm not like super well versed on all the details but just sort of their repercussions that they've made on society i believe Mm. and facebook owns instagram and there is a lot of um, rise of mental health illness in teenagers and sort of what role does social media early use of social media have on the the damage that it has on on teenagers yeah and of course there's a bajillion other things that mm. that are bad about tech and mm. whatnot so we're here today to discuss is tech overall a net good or a net bad mm. i think i have a pretty like i don't know not like solid opinion but i feel like i have a well thought out or like i've thought about this a lot yeah uh would you mind explaining sort of your position christine <laughs> Okay, I guess we'll just jump to the conclusion without really, like, going places. But I think for me, I think tech is a net good, but it has a lot of bad that we're ignoring sometimes. Or just the day-to-day user, I think, is ignoring a lot of times. And I think it's important to slow down, in some ways, the ways that tech is changing society. I think it's a good thing for society to change because we should always be improving as a whole, as humanity, as individuals. However, if humanity cannot keep up with all of these effects, like these quote-unquote net good that um, tech is producing, I don't think that's a true, genuine, good thing. So I feel like tech needs to almost slow down in ways so that society can catch up and in terms of like if there needs to be regulations and rules in place, they can take the time to figure that out maybe so that tech can actually be used for humanity and not against humanity. Mm. Are you trying to say that there are some repercussions to how fast tech is moving that we don't even realize at this point? Right, right. Mm. Yeah, I think one, one thing, for instance, is Amazon is kind of creeping into so many different fields. Like recently, they started going into pharmacy, right? Creating their own, um, like, drugs, and okay, drugs or creating <laughs> I didn't know or that. like you know selling oh yeah like yeah. pharmaceutical yeah like drugs Amazon pharmacy yeah Amazon this is not pharmacy. sponsored 
<laughs> no, we but have no sponsors. Is, so yeah, but that's like super interesting because are they changing or shaking up the field of medicine so that it somehow advances um, and, and makes it easier for people to buy drugs at a lower price? Right. And it's not just like pharmacy, but they've also like gone into fashion, I believe. Like interesting. Yeah, they like contact like influencers on Instagram mm. and they're just creeping into a lot of different f- industries overall. It's not just like amazon.com and you buy like books and pencils and stuff, but now it's mm. like all these different niche industries. I think I've said niche in every single episode <laughs> so far, but um, they're going into all these specific industries, which in a way I think can be concerning. So, you know, again, it's, I don't think these companies are responsible to maybe like be Mother Teresa and be doing all these good deeds for the world. Like their point of a company is at the base, at the root is to make money which is th- which is fair like that's that's the point it's like it's a business it's not there to be like a little safety net for humanity mm. but i guess my take is a little bit different because i think the point of a business is yes they're the making money is an important point but at the base you have to have like you have to create value that people are actually seeking because if you're only serving to make money and not really thinking about the interests of the customers then um, I think that's a very short-term goal right I guess to add to that or yeah to further that point is like I would say that companies do find those values or those like quote-unquote ethical dilemmas they take on in order to make more profit you know if that wasn't profitable to find those like philanthropic things or whatever then the company would have no incentive to even do that so at the root of it i would say companies aren't out there to try and and do good for the world but they're there to profit their own company Mm, yeah yeah, it's kind of hard because I do think that Amazon treats their uh, workers um, poorly, but the people who are using Amazon services, obviously, even despite knowing that, are continuing to use these services because it makes their lives more convenient or easier um, and more affordable. So it's like really hard because you kind of recognize that maybe this corporation or this um, like monopoly is not doing well ethically but it's like you're still kind of participating that but you don't care right so it's like the same thing like people don't care they're not like altruistic inherently so they're out there to find their own convenience Mm -hmm. so if you as an individual aren't even altruistic what makes you think like a company's out there trying to like help out humanity like Mm. there's no way i know like you might think that's cynical but i feel like that's just realistic thinking to think like amazon's out there trying to like save humanity yeah, I just like, or I mean, like creating these services like Amazon Pharmacy or whatever in order to, I guess, like benefit humanity. I just don't see that being a realistic motivation. I think if, I think that that tagline, like saying, oh, like this is there to make drugs more affordable to all, like, well, they did that because it's profitable. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not there doing that because they're trying to save like this this crisis in America with um, high drug costs. Like they're not trying to solve problems per se, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, they're out there trying to make money. So mm-hmm. it just happens to align 
those interests, right? Like helping out humanity and making money just happens to align in this instance. But when there's a fork in the road and they have to choose between maybe potentially harming humanity, but profiting, you know, from that versus not harming humanity and not profiting, actually losing profit. I just honestly think they would choose the former over the latter. Mm. Yeah, it's like an interesting hypothetical situation. But at this moment in time, like you said, it's kind of aligning with the the benefits of decreasing um, pharmaceutical pharmaceutical drugs in this instance and so i feel like yeah i don't know it's it seems like it's it is a net benefit right but i mean for now we don't know (laughs) i don't know anything i don't know anything about amazon i don't work for amazon Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, it kind of reminds me of this quote about like the most compassionate solution is like the most rational approach or something it's like by trying to be too compassionate sometimes we like try to figure up a solution that isn't the best actually for like the most people Hmm. Mm. What do you mean by that? Like, you know how, like, there's this business and their goal is to create um, or to maximize profit. But by doing that, in the process, they are helping or they're creating a service that is helping a lot of people. But, like, their intention wasn't to maybe, like, save humanity, like you were saying. Mm -hmm. But somehow, like, it kind of did, like, end up maybe helping a lot of people more than they thought. So it's like that 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 solution, even if the intention wasn't good, actually had really great like effects. Right, and I don't think that's realistic to think that the whole future of the company will stay on that path. Right. right. So like if we take Facebook for example, I think they are at that fork in the road mm-hmm. a little bit where they're now choosing between harming humanity and continuing to gain profit versus now losing profit and maybe helping out humanity. I think that's kind of why they're getting sued potentially because mm. now humanity's kind of well I don't know I you know didn't like extensively research all of these things and I am a student as well so I like don't have time to be like journalistically reporting on what I found so mm-hmm. again disclaimer just please never ever quote us for sure you guys should do all your own research all the time on mm-hmm. any anything you listen to it's all fake news until like you check it right um but yeah like you know they say that facebook was one of the reasons like these genocides across the world happen or mm-hmm. these like violence violent acts in different countries were able mm-hmm. to mobilize due to facebook and you know how responsible is facebook or is kind of like this moral ethical question that is being raised because facebook's not there censoring those things but maybe they are censoring other controversial things like biden stuff like corruption that happened in the Mm -hmm. recent um 2020 presidential elections that they're getting heat for for censoring that Mm -hmm. but maybe not censoring things that actually could have prevented bajillion people like dying again don't quote me but that's just what i've heard and seen um and so yeah that's kind of an interest if that was true right that's an interesting thing to think about because how yeah how responsible is facebook Mm, yeah but now they're getting a lot of flack for it and they're getting sued so there are consequences to being um evil (laughs) maybe not downright evil but it's like there are like if there's questionable practices then there is consequences to that so their power is not unchecked uh we'll we'll see yeah like we don't know (laughs) but i do think that it's i think tech can be a net good but right now I don't know. Like, I don't know the solution. I don't, I'm not saying that we need to regulate 
Facebook and Amazon and mm -hmm. everything because I don't know what the repercussions of that would be. I can't like tell the future yeah. or run simulations in my head. But as of now, I do feel like it is quite a dangerous terrain to just like let them loose and do whatever they want when there are real consequences for people. Mm, absolutely. It's almost like, would we rather trust the government to make those decisions? Because we also know that they're like if politicians when they're in power and their like power is unchecked, then mm -hmm. like, are they making the best decisions for, you know, the, the people of America? Right. Yes, I know. I feel like there should totally be a cap on congressmen, like Congress people's <laughs> like how are Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi and and Mitch McConnell. Um, Mitch McConnell able to like be there for bajillions of years and no one's saying anything and no one even like seems to question them mm. being in power for ever. Like are they even holding the interest of California State, like Kentucky State in mm. their heads? I feel like at yeah. that point when you're like eighty. Yeah. You know, from Nancy Pelosi in that case. Right. Like, I just think that's a that's way too long. I know it's like democratically voted, but really, is it even democratic if they're sitting on power and able to get the funds for reelection? Mm. I don't know. I think there should be a cap. Mm, that's true. I think it's fair to have president um, serve only two terms, but like for Congress people, they're not. Right. <laughs> Yeah, it's but, basically you're like a Supreme Court judge at mm, that point. That's true. Because wow. you're there for life. Yeah, good point. They can get ousted by another more like, yeah, incredibly like competent or charismatic politician. Or, but I feel like honestly, that also takes money because I feel yeah. like like elections, like campaigns, are just so integral. Right. I think Mitch McConnell's opponent spent like five times more money and still didn't. Yeah, and yeah, still didn't so, win. Okay, so it's like money. wild. It's like, Pulling strings yeah, behind the definitely. scenes. Definitely, I think knows? people are more satisfied with the status quo um, than kind of shaking things up a lot of times. Ooh, yeah, scary. <laughs> that is really scary. Mm -hmm. I think it's scary because we were kind of hinting in the beginning. It's like humanity should humanity should always be evolving. We should always be improving or like bettering ourselves and that's not like trying to push like a liberal agenda or like trying to be like open to change per se but like just as an individual do you not want to grow like don't you want to be a better you tomorrow than you are today mm. i guess some people don't i think there is a lot of work that you have to do with yourself when you have to acknowledge those weaknesses about you and try to um, work on them because it's kind of hard to acknowledge that hey like this part sucks about you and this part sucks about you right um and people would just rather ignore it than yeah work and just on accept it, it. Mm -hmm. yeah which, especially as we get older i think for sure which mm -hmm. i guess is like kind of tying back into the point of tech is what we were trying to say i know we didn't really disagree but like we do disagree <laughs> or sort of i don't know Dolly. i guess to the extent of the net benefit because you are a bit more wary of the direction in which like these tech companies are going with the amount of power they're accruing and you and i am saying i do acknowledge that but i think the fact that each business model does kind of need to create value and serve their customers keep that from like not being totally straying away from that so you think that's like enough accountability for them rather than accountability i just feel like they are also trying to kind of stay at the edge of their game it's like they don't want to be kind of toppled by another kind of contender and so they're also co constantly trying to improve and grow and like change things and work on whatever thing is not working Okay, but mm -hmm. so in a way you are kind of saying, though, that that is enough, like, accountability. 
for them that will keep them as a check and balance mm-hmm. to not take over the world <laughs> maybe and destroy not, humanity. Maybe not so much accountability, but I think it depends. Like for Amazon in terms of services, for example, then I think those are things that are already keeping them quote unquote accountable but for twitter for example i don't think they have enough incentive to think about whether it's right to censor certain pieces of information mm-hmm. it's like something that they have total power over right and, and that's think- a little scary okay to to not even know what's being censored from you so some companies you think has there's accountability such yeah. as amazon but you're saying not all tech companies are yeah. held accountable with that idea of like wanting to improve as a company exactly will keep them right in check. right yeah and i think this this conversation in general is just showing like you know it's so easy to say like amazon is evil jeff bezos is evil but it's like there are a lot of nuances that we have to kind of consider and we're kind of hashing that out yeah mm-hmm. i mean disclaimer we never said that but right 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 but i think a lot of people can yeah. say that Kind of as a blanket statement. Yeah, there's a lot of blanket statements in tech. Like, it's all good or all bad. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it's just too nuanced to say those things. Like, even, I mean, like, just the influence of tech has grown so powerfully. Like, in Silicon Mm. Valley, just, I don't know, like, housing markets Mm. have become an issue, Mm -hmm. you know, in in the Silicon Valley area Mm. and things like that. So it's, it's interesting how much influence tech has had over problems i guess like creating problems in some ways right even from a personal level i think it's really easy to just mindlessly use social media and don't even realize how much time we're spending on it it just like creeps up on you like in the morning it's just it can be really easy to just spend like an hour on facebook or an hour on instagram and i think that's also scary just how much like you do have the power to like stop that but also it's just like it feels like a slot machine where it's like there's endorphins um, where make it makes you want to stay on longer, and then you don't even realize that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's very scary to think about like the critical aspects of of tech that are harmful mm. in your life. Because again, going back to the status quo thing, you are pretty content with just whatever is in your life. It takes a lot more effort to go and like diver- divulge or purge, yeah, <laughs> purge mm-hmm. um, those things that are bad in your life. That's just like a lot of work. Who wants to do that? Yeah, it's. I think in general, it's just really hard to do things in moderation because yeah, some people just like say like, I'm going to go on like a social media detox and not even use it at all. And I think sometimes that's just like the easy way out mm-hmm. where it's like, I just want to, I want to eliminate it completely. But I feel like it, it can be possible to strike a balance. It's just much harder. Yeah, I think Dolly and I have talked about this a lot, but like balance is just so unpopular in some ways. I feel like everyone's always all in or nothing. Yeah. It's like, I feel like that's a motto of America, like go big or go home. Yeah, exactly. And so like people just are always like on the polar ends of spectrums. And Mm. like, again, it's not just all good or all bad, right? Like nothing can be inherently all good and all bad in this mm. world mm-hmm. worldly like what is it called paganly no not paganly like what? secularly like secularly <laughs> secularly you know i don't think there's ever just a complete monotonous like all good right mm-hmm. it's always a balance but we act like you have to choose one side mm. and so again with tech i think maybe there is no net good or not bad like maybe it's just cancels each other out in a way mm. Mm. i don't know and it might depend on the specific person like yeah. my parents are completely like social medias or I guess social media in specific is kind of irrelevant. But like for them, it's kind of hard to keep up with the rise of the power of tech. 
Right. Yeah. The power of tech is is pretty immense. It is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think though, like overall, just like if you guys have li- watched The Social Dilemma on Netflix, I know that's like super trendy and popular. <laughs> Funny enough, like on you know another tech streaming service, Netflix. But you know, I think even The Social Dilemma, in some ways, like really sensationalizes a lot of the issues of tech, mm-hmm. like kind of almost like fear mongering in some sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we intentionally, or yeah, I think both of us intentionally tried to seek out opposing views to that. Because that is also very much like a one single-minded agenda to kind of like say like social media is dangerous, but is there really all that there is to that like claim? Right, mm-hmm. right. I think well, Dolly and I really did talk a lot about just like why why we think the the documentary is bad, but I think the documentary also has a lot of good points. In case you haven't watched it, I think it just sort of highlights all the really like bad things about social media which is and they do sort of talk about some of the good things but i don't think nearly like enough of course like the issues of tech go way beyond even just like that documentary Mm. but i do think that people should stay more like hyper vigilant like more alert and ready to sort of counter the things that they're saying because i feel like people just accept things as as they they consume it they're just like oh that's fact that's true Mm. and it's not always the case so i think it is important to try and think for yourself and do more research on your own too and come up with your own opinion i think that's something that's really lacking in this coming generation not to like really call you guys out but yeah i think just with the heavy social media usage it's really easy to kind of form a like a preset opinion because of like what other people have, have said yeah like a homogenous opinion on mm-hmm. an issue and i think that's dangerous mm, yeah i remember uh, specifically one part of the documentary where they were like yeah back then like if we created a bicycle like no one ever complained about the future of bicycles but then, in fact, there is some history of like a lot of men who, um, when the bicycle was invented, actually fought back against like how much we we should use the bicycle. So yeah, I thought that was just like an interesting piece of information. Yeah, I, th- I think you know sometimes in the documentary you can just watch the documentary and just kind of blindly accept everything and it was really odd i think it was actually an article that pointed that out the Mm -hmm. fact or a video we watched like a video analysis on (laughs) the documentary because we're super geeky nerdy like yeah we are we like hyper analyze everything yeah but yeah so we like they pointed out that bicycles yeah had all this like flag Mm -hmm. after but it's interesting that the documentary just like threw it out there like mm-hmm. it was nothing. Right. So yeah, I mean people make mistakes and whether it was intentional or not, it was it was there. It's a mistake. So don't just accept things finally. Like mm. critically stay hyper vigilant, like actively seek out, you know, answers. I think it's always good. And in case you don't find the answer, I think just the process in doing that is super mm. beneficial for yeah, you. Definitely. I'm sure it kind of staves off potential like cognitive deficits later down the road if you keep on like, you know, creatively think and critically think. For sure, for sure. Yeah. It's not comfortable. Mm. Um again that's which is like why i think it's helpful to like process it with someone else which is what we're doing right now which, yeah, yeah. Or tune in to this podcast yeah and let us know what you think about maybe the consequences of social media yeah. on our civilization yeah again another plug for our instagram <laughs> at sunday picnic pod yeah. uh, we're noobs on all this and so we don't know like where to really do a lot of like discussion so i guess that's just a place that you can start for now and we can grow from there but for now that's 
that's what we can think of because we're uncreative. That's true. It's kind of ironic how we're talking about social media, but then we're saying we're like, plugging our social media. Yeah, yeah. But see, we said that it's not a net like right. all bad. Obviously, like, these are like yeah. the good aspects mm-hmm, of social mm-hmm. media where we get to like connect with someone, not even in our region. Yeah, you, know? you could be living in an Australia, and we could you could tune into this, and that's like very fascinating yeah and the, like effects that social media has in australia maybe there's different effects Who yeah knows? that's true so in a lot of ways i think that's a huge uh benefit social media has brought or like tech has brought to the world just like the globalization aspect and bringing mm. together literally the whole world at people's fingertips it's mm. it's so powerful mm-hmm. it really is kind of scary to think about i think that you know, Dolly and I were sometimes talking about Instagram and just how addicting it can be. And it was interesting as we were diverging into the details of how we use Instagram, it was really different. I think every user Mm. has like a different thing they do. But, you know, in some ways, if you really capitalize on Instagram's benefits, you know, on, on searching like traveling or eating or things that you do that are your hobbies, I feel like it can be a great tool to research because there's other people that you can get connected to that might be doing your hobby or maybe can teach you something. Um, And I think a lot of times we always just focus on maybe like the toxic effects, right? Like comparison and getting like anorexic or just like those triggering concepts of, you know, just like self-harm or Mm -hmm. whatnot. And of course, like, Instagram has bad things, but it also has, like, a, a lot, a ton of really good features that you can use if you can control yourself, I guess, mm. or, like, have discipline. Yeah, I think part of it is, like, knowing yourself and knowing which parts of social media make make you feel unhealthy mm-hmm. and feel um, worse than you were without using social media and mm-hmm. which parts where, hey, if you were traveling to Austin, you can look up the cool things of Austin in on social media mm-hmm. and just never realize that if you were just looking up it on like a traditional website. Right. So mm-hmm. I think there's benefits for sure. And sometimes when you hyper focus on the bad, that's all you see. And that's not the truth because there's more beyond that. So mm-hmm. I think that's always like anything to literally life, like any concept, mm. any entity. Good point. Yeah. But just tech is kind of in the news lately. Right. It's on our radar too because it's so like integral to our life. Yeah. People say like AI is going to take over radiology. That's true. I don't think that's going to happen, but... Maybe not in our lifetime. Who well, knows? I don't think it'll fully happen. I still think radiology is like too like clinically driven or it's supposed to be in theory. That's true. We shall see. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if that even made sense too. <laughs> the listener to the general public Mm -hmm. anyways cool well thanks for tuning in to not that spicy of a discourse i guess like when the podcast is running dolly and i don't like fight yeah maybe we just realize that hey we gotta we gotta tone it down well yeah i don't know what it is but Mm. i think it's also because we hashed a lot of our differences before Mm. like just throughout like years i guess like Mm -hmm. over maybe like one year and then we reach a happy medium in a way yeah i think we always kind of which is why i feel like you know when you're stuck in sorry going back to social media it's like there is some a lot of polarization because you can end up just being surrounded with people who think the same but then you know when we think differently we kind of come to the conclusion of like sort of the in-between of both of our thoughts yeah like building a better thought together yeah yeah, exactly yeah and that that's i think super important because you know echo chambers are so real on on Mm -hmm. instagram and social media like just kind of echoing what the same people in your life think and a lot of times 
there was like a tweet we saw today where it was like if you surround yourself by people who are thinking exactly the same as you are you aren't you just like hanging out with yourself i know that's pretty powerful yeah and i think it, it, you do need to have kind of like someone else sharpen your ideas and sharpen your critical thoughts because you know you're not going to be perfect no one's like perfect no one has the best idea like you have to create the best idea together because mm. you have to challenge each other with your ideas and so i guess on this podcast we end up sort of coming to more like we're, we're presenting the conclusions i guess of mm. what we have discussed mm-hmm. i don't know we'll try to like record a spicier episode but <laughs> i know this was supposed to be like our discourse our debate which is still is a discourse for sure yeah it is a discourse it's just not like a debate i guess yeah we didn't like disagree that much mm. yeah anyways we'll try to like create a fresh d- debate <laughs> one we haven't done in real life mm-hmm. something that maybe we actually do disagree pretty heavily well, we, we disagreed pretty heavily I on know, this before but somehow true. we just like magically came to a conclusion while recording this <laughs> anyways but i think the huge takeaway we wanted to share with mm. our listeners is just to critically think because you have to always think for yourself don't take things on social media or um, what people say about tech just blindly even what you hear on this podcast i feel like you should just take some time to come up with your own opinions and let mm. us know what you think or not do whatever you want um but it's important to take some time so yeah hopefully you did throughout the 30 minutes that we talked yeah and afterwards sit on it yeah and yeah. to talk with your friends and family cool all right well we'll get we'll catch you guys in the next one thanks for tuning in sweet see ya bye bye